Warning, we're going to be discussing events for currently running weekly anime. If you want to avoid spoilers for certain shows, there are timestamps in the description. Welcome back to the new and improved Time Sync Anime Podcast. This time with more water. I, wait, what? <laughs> I'm, I'm, it's getting really, really difficult to, uh, to record in this weather, so I've basically got a canteen here just drinking through it. You need like a, like a Nickelodeon dunk tank yeah yeah you. like the slot like the slime yeah, thing just, yeah hold on i gotta take a break <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah welcome back to the time to get podcast uh i'm rex and this is probably jt hi i'm jay everybody how's it going we are talking about week four of spring 2019 we're finally S- settled it spring Wait, spring summer sorry we just recorded the spring uh <laughs> 2019 review, <laughs> uh yesterday where we talked about all the spring shit but yeah it's summer summer 2019, 2019 <laughs> week four <laughs> uh and i'm having trouble keeping up with all the shows so so we picked the the six shows we're gonna keep talking about and uh, we're keeping up with those fine but i'm having trouble finding time to watch everything i want this season exactly there's so much goddamn good stuff yeah like we've already and we already talked about that in a few in episodes past yeah. where there were some shows that we really did enjoy and wanted to continue watching and just not discuss I, i'm just glad we went down uh two six shows a week Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> because I I would have so much to say about so much good stuff. Yeah, exactly. And the other the other big thing about that is just coincidentally most of the shows that we picked air on Friday. One airs on Saturday, and then mm-hmm. there's one that is airing on Sunday. Which because of the just for the sake of this one, it, the newest episode of Vinland Saga, the Sunday show, is not out yet, so we won't yeah. be discussing we'll it. We'll talk about that next week. And yes. I don't even know if they're going to do, like, one episode or... Or if, if it's going to be a three-week thing again. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want it to be, like, delivered in three-week chunks, necessarily, but if that's the direction they go, I'll take what I can get, because I'm enjoying that show quite Yeah, I can't wait for more. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we got some news for, uh, for this week. Uh, first of all, we just got the announcement today that Zombieland Saga is officially getting, well, I mean, I think, I think they talked about it before. Uh, yeah. The sequel. Uh, but now we got an official announcement for the sequel titled Zombieland Saga Revenge. Yeah, which is a really bizarre name for this series, but at I mean, the same it's, time, it's Zombieland it's Saga. Series, it's yeah. already kind of over the top and ridiculous anyway. So, uh, so the, the reveal for this was actually done at a festival in Saga Prefecture. I, th- I think it was like the Zombieland Saga Revenge Festival. Yeah, or something. something but they like had like that. food stalls and everything. And like then sold like specialty goods from like the show and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it sounds really cool. I would have loved to have seen that in person. Yeah. <laughs> but if they had like uh the, those like uh, the Gat Olympics I think it was. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the mud bicycle. Yeah, thing. that was that was that was a great bit in yeah. that show. We we talked about this show quite a bit when it was airing. It was probably one of my favorite comedies that Is season. It fall, 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 uh, yeah, fall yeah. last year. And I'm just happy that there is a second season confirmed because the uh, because the the ending of the first season certainly indicated that there would be more. And yeah. we're finally now that we've got official confirmation, it makes me happy. Yeah, something to look forward to. Exactly. And then uh, we also got a uh, second trailer for the Konosuba movie, uh, <laughs> which, if I can say anything, it's two words. Can you guess those two words? Jiggle physics? I mean, I was going to say anime titty, but <laughs> close enough. <laughs> a lot of jiggle physics in that trailer. Yeah. It, I, and it's it looks very Konosuba. Like, jiggle physics, 
I, would, I don't want to take jiggle physics aside because that was part of the original. <laughs> yeah, Konosuba. no, because in the world of Konosuba, nobody wears a bra. Mm-hmm. That's that's just kind of an established fact. Nobody in Konosuba's world wears a bra. Just like Aqua doesn't wear underwear. Yeah, which she. I always stand by the fact that she has like Schrodinger's underwear. Yeah, like they kind of. Exist. I've never seen them. Yeah, they exist, yet they don't exist somehow. A- unless someone uh, shows a screenshot, uh, I will continue to think they are not there. Um, the, in the manga and the light novels, I think they show that she had, that she ah, does wear underwear. Okay. But doing, doing the deep research. That really all need. <laughs> yes, I'm doing the, time to get into a podcast. I'm doing the research so you don't have to. Um, Wait, that's a different catchphrase. Never mind, nix that. <laughs> but yeah, it, it looks really good. Like the, the explosion we saw on the trailer. Oh yeah, cool. yeah. And, and I, I really am excited to see more about Megamine's family. And the Crimson Demon Clan. Because that's, that's what it seems like. It's like a Megamine arc. Yeah, exactly. That's what the movie looks like. Um, it seems like they're definitely going more for the uh, Megamine Cosma ship tease. Like, that's what... It seemed like yeah, they were hinting at that quite a bit. Yeah, a little bit. Like, it just seemed like... I doubt there's going to be a relationship out of it, but... I... It's gonna get people into the theaters. Yeah, probably. <laughs> let's let's ship tease these two because they certainly have done it kind of already in yeah. the show. But whatever. I I adore Konosuba. I'm super excited for this movie. If it actually does get a stateside release, you can do well. Crunchy, oh. Crunchyroll's confirmed they are produce. They are uh, working with the the studios in Japan to bring us a. United oh, States that's that's really cool. Then. Probably not simultaneous. Yeah. But but it is confirmed we will get a theatrical release in America. Bitchin'. I'm totally happy with that. You can... I will gladly pay money to see yeah. that in theaters. Great. As long as it isn't, like, more than $10 for a ticket. Probably, like, 15 um, That's the normal prices for a ticket. Okay, 15 is... That's yeah. totally... You're thinking, like, like $30 for yeah. a special ticket. Yeah. yeah, like, I would not pay to see a yeah, $30 ticket. Just, no. Like, I like the anime industry, but at the same time... It's sort of like buying Aniplex uh, goods. Like, Aniplex had, produces some high-quality shit, but it just... Do I really want to spend... Yeah, can I really justify like, pulling this money out of my wallet? Paying $60 for, like, 13 yeah. episodes. Like, I could have this loaf of bread, or I could have this anime... I can't really survive on anime. <laughs> or can I? Or can I? No, I can't. <laughs> yeah. That's the future. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's it for all the interesting news I saw this week. So. Interesting news or idle chit-chat, however yeah. you want to spin it. But that's so, it. Talking about the uh, the shows we are keeping track of, starting off with Demon Slayer. And uh, oh boy, was this a incredibly hype episode. Yeah, it was just a... like. I can't really go, like, an episode without talking how fucking pretty this show is, because mm-hmm. it is, like, absolutely just a visual treat to watch every week. Like, it's UFO table. You kind of come to expect this from them at this point. But I just gotta say, oh my god, this is so pretty, just to, at the yeah. risk of sounding like a broken record. Uh, I I was talking about with this with you a little while ago, but the... Uh, with um, Zenitsu, yeah. the juxtaposition between his kind of pathetic, meek, useless side and his incredibly badass demon hunting side yeah. makes it stand out like that much more. I think it makes those moments feel like so much more badass Absolutely. Than, than when, let's say, for example, Tanjiro, he's just like, yeah, I'm doing this. I know what to do. I mean, and, and Tanjiro is interesting for a different reason. Because, yeah, he, like, puzzles his way through things. Yeah, exactly. And then Zenitsu, like, we kind of got a little bit more insight into why he is the way he is. And he's just spent a lot of time perfecting one thing. Yeah, I was really surprised that his master was not an asshole. 
I mean, he kind of was. But he was, like, a good-hearted asshole. Like, I was expecting someone who, like, beat him up all the time and put him through, like, life-or-death situations. And, and then he, like, he snapped, and that's why he got his... Uh, yeah, I was kind of expecting more like that. And there was kind of a little bit of that. Like, his... Because his philosophy was pretty much... It's basically like with Demon Slayers and training students to be Demon Slayers. It's very much uh, similar to forging katanas. You have to hammer away at the impurities and the stuff you don't need so that you can actually get to the, like, and sharpen the tools that you do need, which, in his case, was trying to hammer away at uh, Zenitsu's somewhat weak personality, Mm -hmm. which he even said, but he even acknowledged, it's like, it's okay to run away, it's okay to cry, just don't don't ever give up. Yeah, it was was a surprisingly touching moment, Mm -hmm. and, and it really makes sense now why Zenitsu can do those things. Because uh, why you can do those fighting techniques when, when he's asleep? Because when he passes out, he, he all of his fear is gone. Yeah, and had, I think he's like subconsciously there, kind of. Yeah, his yeah he's and because he's able to like dodge out of the way of stuff. Yeah. like really easily. Like even the spider demon. Who can I just say they did a really good job at making the movements of these spider demons just God, really. Yeah. It looks un- like a so, fucking uh, that freaky Skultula. monster thing. I was gonna say from Toy Story. Oh, the oh, baby head spider. Oh my thing. god! <laughs> I I did not even put that together. That's very true. Um, yeah. Seeing the big one reminded me of the Skultula family from uh, the Zelda Ocarina yeah, of Time. Yeah, I know what you mean. Just <laughs> God, I hate those things. They're so unnerving to look at. And. But anyway, with Zenitsu like being able to like dodge out of the way in midair, I like, think that's his hearing. That could be it, but at the same time, like he was talking and stuff, so yeah, it seems true. like he's some. So it seems like he's kind of aware of his surroundings. Like he's kind. Of, it's probably like a trance-like state. Yeah, exactly. Which, and then he did like open his eyes, which and was, he did open his eyes, and they were so all cool. like white and glowy. Oh uh, yeah. So that whole sequence where he first started charging up his attacks, mm-hmm. and it, it was it was built up so well because I thought. Like okay, he just wasn't getting the opportunity. Yeah, like to he attack. just kept trying to charge it up, and he, and they would kind of lead you to believe that because the uh, because even the spider demon acknowledged it's like <laughs> he only knows that one move. Exactly, how pathetic! Yeah. Yeah, but, but it was just him charging it up six times, mm-hmm. and then when he finally unleashed it and says sixfold, it like it all makes sense, and it was just a fucking hype, and just like seeing him like dash through, like dash off the trees, like dash mm-hmm. through the air, basically Gurren Lagan, like my drills, the drill that will pierce the heaven, shit. That was. That this fight scene was just really good, and then when you realize, like he, when it's when it seems like it's all just a dream to him, because when he kind of finally regained consciousness and was basically, basically out of an adrenaline rush state, is what I think of it, kind of as or a yeah. trance. He he kind of just remembers it as nothing more than a dream. Which yeah, now that I think about it, that's probably how he always sees it as yeah. Like, whenever he does something badass, he's like, oh, that was just a dream. Exactly. Which probably which probably kind of uh, hampers into his uh, low self-esteem. and Because he acknowledges, like, nobody hates myself more than me. Like, he acknowledges that he's weak, he's pathetic. He doesn't want to be this way. Yeah, it really gives a lot more description to how he is as a character. And it, it makes me a little less annoyed always seeing his kind of, like, whiny side. Yeah. Because it, it, it feels a little more justified now. I mean, it feels a little justified, and I kind of want to see him keep improving to where mm-hmm. he doesn't have to go into that state all the time, and maybe he can slowly learn to kind of merge those two sides together. Yeah, and I was saying to you uh, that 
they're also setting up another really cool moment later on, like a, a cool shonen moment, because we know he has just this one technique. This is the only technique he has. So I feel like they're setting up for a really cool moment later on where he's going to say, like, thunder breathing second form. And then yeah, exactly. Everyone's going to lose their shit, and it's going to look really cool. Because because they he acknowledged, like, just that there are only three uh, forms of thunder breathing, like, which is, as we kind of discussed a little bit off mic, uh, a little bit how... Uh, Water breathing is so much more versatile, it seems, because, you know, that's water's gimmick. It's ever-changing. It's never exactly constant, but it's constantly shifting. Whereas thunder is seems to be an incredibly powerful breathing technique. Yeah, and there's not really more than, like, when lightning strikes, like, it doesn't really strike in a bunch of different ways. It just strikes. Yeah. There are, there are three... It's actually interesting you bring that up, because there are three different ways that uh, that lightning can strike, I think, technically speaking. Like, like the way that the clouds, like the way that the clouds will go. There's like cloud to ground, ground, mm. uh, ground to cloud, stuff like that. It could be something there. It, it could be, but I don't know. Like this was something I remembered years ago, and I'm not entirely sure of the science behind it. If you guys happen to know out there, then feel free to leave a comment because I think that'd actually be a really cool way of implementing that. Like the yeah. three different ways lightning strikes. There wasn't a there wasn't a whole lot else in this episode. Um, I will just say, uh, Chuntaro, the little sparrow, continues to be absolutely. Oh adorable. yeah, I'm assuming that Chuntaro is probably going off to get some kind of antidote. Yeah, yes. um, because and I, and I really like that Zenitsu. He was about to accept death, and his his master shows up in mm-hmm. his head and like, don't give up. So he he's using his breathing to slow down the poison yeah, as much as possible. Yeah, just uh, it's like no matter how painful it is, no matter how no matter how much agony you're in, just keep trying to survive for as long yeah. as possible. I actually was just like after seeing like Chuntaro, uh, like kind of his his eyes doing a little uh, anime crying thing. Yeah. yeah, I was just like, oh. <laughs> It's like, I was not expecting that. It's so, it's so, it's so corny and cheesy, but it's at the same time really effective because Chuntaro is a very cute little character. Mm-hmm. It was kind of funny how it got scared by the spider and like hid in his jacket and stuff like that. Just really cute stuff. Good stuff this week. So next up on our list, Dr. Stone. Dr. Gun. Yeah, Dr. <laughs> Gun. Or Dr. Bomb, kind yeah. of. Because it seems like they're making gunpowder. Like, not actually guns right now. I don't think they have the technology no, to use guns. They don't have the... I'm sure they can make, like, rudimentary single-shot guns, probably. Uh, yeah, like, uh, and... But I think they definitely are more in line of making bombs and stuff first, because, as they pointed out this episode, it's highly explosive. <laughs> this is a real way to make a bomb. Don't make a bomb. Yeah, don't even think about trying yeah. this. I, I really love the Bill Nye-esque science bits in the show, where they actually tell you how to make yeah, something. Yeah, Senku Science Kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I I think it's great. Like I kind of imagine. I think you bringing that up just reminds me of that Bill Nye bit. It's like this will set the planet on fucking fire. <laughs> <laughs> like just, I absolutely. And I think it was hilarious. Like how uh, it's like, oh, stone against stone won't uh, won't do anything. It won't light a spark because you need stone and metal to create flint. And he's like, and he's going through all the different things you can find in like the volcano. And one of them was iron pyrite. He's like. Iron. Ah, fuck. <laughs> Iron. Wait, stop! <laughs> yeah. And because and because in, in conjunction with uh Taiju with Taiju's like ridiculous strength, it of course it was gonna light a spark. Yeah. Well it all worked out because yeah. the little smoke signal thing. Now yeah. we know. Like we we knew there's more characters, obviously, because the opening, but Yeah, uh, the opening it, showed more characters. It looks like we're gonna get introduced to more characters a little sooner than we thought. Yeah. Because I thought they'd have to go around 
um, freeing more people. But I guess it makes sense if Taiju and Senku were able to break out without anything. Yeah. Well, I guess Senku had the help, but Taiju just busted out, I guess. Yeah, exactly. I will I will say this. Something that did really annoy me this episode was the freaking let's wait until civilization is rebuilt to confess how we feel or to so I can actually tell you how I felt that day. It's like no, yeah, that seems don't like, do that. That seems like another excuse to be like, I, I don't want to tell her now. Just yeah. no. How about you don't be a bitch? Just freaking tell her, yeah. you idiot. Or I'm, or eventually, like, or you're gonna tell, end up telling her on your deathbed or something. I don't know. Like, I hope that isn't the case because Taiju and Senku are, play really well off each mm-hmm. other as far as brain and bronze go. It's a really good yeah. dynamic. I, I, I do have a complaint this episode, and that's that I think the flashback really threw off the pacing of the the intense showdown between Senku and, uh, and big, uh, big uh, muscle Shishio. Shishio, then? Or Tsukasa Shishio, yeah. Yeah, the big muscly guy. Mm-hmm. Um, it really threw off the pacing of that intense moment because, like... Let's be real. We all know Senku's not going to die, mm-hmm. but still, it would have been. It, it was kind of an intense showdown that was uh, cut out uh, by a. I, I will say the flashback was good. Oh yeah, the flashback. But it was, was just really in a good. weird place. It it was kind of in a, put in a slightly awkward, uh, slightly awkward place. Yeah, but so the the content of it was handled really well. Like you seeing like little Babby Senku like slowly mm-hmm. getting a uh, taste for science. And his dad seems like a really cool guy. It's like Santa he goes and sells his car to get his son a bunch of science stuff. And yeah, you actually audibly went, aww, yeah, <laughs> like at that moment. He's such a good guy. Yeah, and then you see him like slowly experimenting and getting more complex stuff. And then you see like, like with a convex, with a convex lens, you can, uh, <laughs> you can reflect the, reflect. <laughs> oh, what a cute experiment. And then, oh, what a cute That's experiment. That's such a good gag. <laughs> And then just, like, eventually he's got, like, this ridiculous yeah, liquid com- nitrogen. And then the guy in the background is just like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I can have a heart attack in time. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was such a good gag. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a great content. Bl- I, I mean, think it should have been an episode in and of itself. Yeah. Like, I, like a flashback of how, uh, like, Senku and Taiju met and everything. And... Uh, I think so, yeah. Like... And it kind of, I guess, like, from a storytelling standpoint, it also kind of makes sense because Tsukasa in that moment is giving him the ultimatum, give up science forever. And it's showing kind of in that moment how much science actually means to him and how he's absolutely not going to do that. Mm -hmm. So from that standpoint, I kind of get it. It doesn't throw the pace off completely for me, and I appreciate it, so... Once again, we just get a little bit more insight into Senku as a character. And uh, yeah, I oh, sorry, go ahead. It was certainly a better flashback. It didn't like completely like exposit over it. It just kind of let the like the visuals and just how and there just, was no narration. It yeah, was exactly. Just like a scene. Pretty it much. was yeah. exactly. You just got to watch it all play out. Uh, I really liked um, Shishio as a character in that moment mm-hmm. because w- when he looked at Sanku and said just promise me you'll have to stop you'll, you'll, you'll just not think about science just promise me and I won't have to kill you mm-hmm. and the voice acting and the facial expression right there made it look to at least to me that he really 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 didn't want to kill him in this situation because he doesn't like the people he values I think he really wants to protect and he doesn't want to kill like, yeah. the, the youth of of the world cuz they're 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 pure they're innocent they haven't done anything you know to to wrong him so he doesn't want to hurt them if he doesn't have to exactly and even uh and even senku kind of begrudgingly acknowledges this to a degree he's like he's a good-hearted guy he's also a murderer mm-hmm. like 
he's kind of recognizing, yes, there is some there is some credence to what he's saying, but at the same time, he's killing people just because. It seems like and I think there he's not all good intention. At least that's not the way it comes off to me. It seems like he just wants to be at the top in some degree. Like whether yeah. or not he realizes that just yet. Because yeah. he got like legitimately threatened when he realized, wait. He's going to make gunpowder. Yeah. I'm not going to be the strongest thing anymore. So. It's because it would stop his world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it, I'm, it's it's he's he's a kid. Yeah, at, he is. At the end of the day, and so. that's an important thing to make. They are these are all just kids. Yeah. So he's probably got a lot of feelings mm-hmm. for in, in going in a bunch of different directions. Uh, that cliffhanger though pissed the hell pissed me off so much. I, I was just like. Really? Because like I said, we know he's not going to die. It's just a matter of how he's not going to die. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I think my prediction is that it's going to be some person mm-hmm. showing up. One of the people from the smoke signal showing up. Yeah, maybe. Either that or it could be Senku having some kind of science on his body. Uh, Yeah, like maybe he's got something hidden underneath that collar. Kind of like Dazai having the metal plate hidden yeah. <laughs> under his cast in uh, Boongo Stray Dogs last season. Um, Maybe. I, I'm not entirely sure how that's going to play out. I... I am kind of annoyed that I have to wait a week to exactly. find out the conclusion <laughs> of that. It's just like, this is really obnoxious. Here we go! <laughs> Here we go! <laughs> All right. So uh, next up is Fire Force. And we are we are back from the one-week hiatus after um, they took a break for obvious reasons. Yes, uh, reasons that are pretty apparent mm-hmm. now. Uh, there was a little bit of concern with this episode because... Uh, when we might as well just get that out of the way and acknowledge that there was rumors that there were going to censor some things, change some things. Uh, and like you looked into it a little bit and you noticed they didn't really, and you said they didn't really change much based on what people were recognizing. Uh, okay. So from what I can see is the, it looks like the fire is more orange. Like yeah. more, it looks more like plasma energy instead of actual fire. Yeah. Um, I know in the ending scene, they put, like, a black, like, shadow over, um, I think, oh. a, a bunch of people were on fire. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then they also censored the ending when she was running with the fire in the background. Uh, mm. Beforehand, there was a bunch of buildings burning, mm. but now it's just fire yeah. in the background. Uh, uh, yeah. It also looks like they cut out a at least a minute or two animation from the episode. Yeah, I, because that's... The because the end was a lot of static frames of them yeah, just talking. Yeah, it, nothing was really being shown mm-hmm. or anything. And, I mean, if it's just for the broadcast release, then I'm I, it's understandable. Yeah, I, I, I uh, definitely have to preface that this is not a complaint. Mm-hmm. I totally understand why all these censorship is in place. There's a lot of people who could accidentally turn this on and and you know yeah. go into a full-blown panic attack because yeah, absolutely of it. it's uh, that was an absolutely devastating yeah. thing that happened but but that being said i would love a a blu-ray release with just you know all the original content because it, when it's when it's on tv obviously you have to censor it for this situation but later on in a blu-ray release i see no reason why they couldn't just you know give us the full uncensored and thing. i think that and i think the that in terms of the limitations that they did like place on themselves, they did really well. Like uh, mm-hmm. some people were immediately just like, "Oh no, we, it's like they're censored. Censoring is almost always be- universally bad." Stuff like that, like just complaining, being dicks about it. And then some people were kind of overblowing, like just how like how extraneous the censorship would be. Mm-hmm. And just judging from what we've seen and what we've discussed, it that was really minimal. So yeah. I so anyway uh, enough got, about that. I, I got a gush really quick because uh-huh. uh, Kenjiro Suda. 
Yes, <laughs> Kenji uh, my favorite voice actor. He just fucking killed it in this in this episode. Like he he plays the mysterious like shadow man so yeah. perfectly. Yeah, exactly. He's he's so damn cool. He and, has... I mean, credit to the director as yeah. well, the scriptwriter. Uh-huh. Um, but just. His performances always bring so much. Yeah, exactly. He was so delightfully creepy to listen to. Mm-hmm. Like, and sometimes he's always, and there are sometimes where he just sounds really cool and grizzled and badass. Here he was kind of just creepy and terrifying. Sinister is the best way yeah, to say Yeah, sinister. That's a great way of putting it. And just like him trying to basically do, like, uh, pull a Sasuke or be Orochimaru trying to recruit Sasuke, like with, uh, with Shinra there. Join me. Yeah, exactly. It just give in to your feelings boy <laughs> yeah it's shit like that his it, fighting style is really cool too i'm yeah. assuming he's a uh what was it first gen um or no third gen was the weak ones right uh no second gen is the weak one okay yeah I'm second assuming... gens can can cannot make their own fire they can just control yeah. fire that's in place and i'm assuming that's the case because it looks like he uses his cigarette his lit cigarette to yeah, produce his lit all cig- his flames yes his lit cigarette in con- in combination with the ashes that he screws about mm-hmm. and basically that serves as like a um, a catalyst can I just say the guy who gave him that, the one in the Waldo fucking t-shirt, he reminded me a lot of uh, Vincent from Catherine, just his, like, appearance and stuff. Oh, how, yeah, the little kind of weird half-afro. Yeah, yeah the, ha- the half-afro, if you will, yeah. and, like, kind of how wide-eyed he was. Just, yeah, that guy, he was just sitting there in the crowd, and, like, I can only imagine looking over him, just fucking big-ass yeah, his guys. Butt, yeah, just, like... What are you doing, man? Are you, you have to leave. It's like, You're are you the children? It's like, are you are you okay? Do you <laughs> do you need us to call a doctor? Just yeah, exactly. He he reminded me a lot of Vincent, but it seems mm-hmm. I'm interested to find out. Like, so it makes sense that if there are like, uh, if there is like a, such a big bureaucratic uh, organization as the uh, fire force. Um, of course, there's going to be like corruption and stuff in there as well. Like they kind of acknowledge that there is there's a possibility of corruption just yeah. depending on like where the squads are who what uh which of the three major organizations that back the fire force have the most jurisdiction and we'll probably find out more about that as we go along which i'm looking forward to like yeah. seeing how because we already know that the eight is all about uh captain obi basically trying to save as many people as he possibly can putting the uh putting the lives of the civilians first which we found out a little bit about that, actually, like how he had saved a bunch of people, like, and he was a decorated firefighter twice, but then he was stripped of his decorations for disobeying orders. And yeah, stuff that's, like that. I'm assuming it was probably a situation where they were saying, like, no, those people are dead, we have to leave them so we can save the rest of the people, but he went against orders and ended up saving everyone anyways. Yeah. So even though he ended up coming out with more lives being saved, it's still a situation of... You still you disobeyed know, orders. Disobeying your superiors. Exactly. It's still insubordination, as shitty as it is. But. Yeah. Um, I really liked the the fight between Shinra and um, Spooky Man. Yeah. Spooky Ash Man. Yeah, Spooky God, the, Ash Man. <laughs> the, the Sakuga there was so fucking good. Was Shinra yeah. just breakdancing on the ground. Oh my God. flames everywhere. Yeah, it, it reminded me of a Mugen from Samurai. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> For sure. For I was sure. Just, and just like, or one of those, uh, one of those fireworks that you like light and then you throw on the ground. It just goes yeah. and spins around. And, and I love his, uh, his, his kind of creed of, Heroes always do this. And, yeah. And heroes always do, like, heroes always do jump kicks. Yeah, heroes always do jump kicks. Uh, it's, it's just so cool. And, and I, I love seeing him just genuinely trying to live up to those ideals. Yeah, exactly. I I think Shinra's a great character. Like, he's... L- like, the bit where, like, he saves everybody? Yeah. 
He's, he's like a... Grab on. Yeah. Just grab on. I'm going to shoot us out of here. Yeah, I'm going to save everyone. Exactly. He's just so cool. And then uh, we got introduced to obligatory fan service oh, character. Yeah. Neko, uh, Nekomata. Nekomata is her, uh, her power. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, she has like a lecher's curse or something. Something like that. Shinra getting a handful of boob and a handful of ass. And then uh, and then Arthur getting like landed on. Yeah. He's like, I'm not a night-shaped pillow. Please <laughs> get off me. <laughs> uh, I actually really liked um, uh, that the way they played it out because they didn't have her just freak out and start attacking them, mm-hmm. which is what would happen every time. Mm-hmm. Like, it seems like she's just used to it. She's just like, Why? Why is this always happening? She was still she was bopping uh she was bopping Arthur on that. Yeah, head. but it was like a comedy like bop 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 bop. It wasn't it was like, like a yeah. like, you, you idiot and slap him and they go flying halfway across the room. Yeah, exactly. It's it's, it's dumb fan service. It's dumb, but yeah. oh well, who cares? It's kind exactly. it's kind of funny. Just and judging from uh just like this is the creator soul leader who did have Blair for God's sake. Yeah. Like just this episode was just, mm-hmm. uh, it was worth the wait, I think. Yeah, uh, fan service aside for her, I will say her fighting style is really cool. Yeah. How she, like, creates flames out of her tail is what it looked like, kind of. Yeah, her exactly. Tails. And she has, like, these fire claws. And she was, like, it was allowing her to, like, climb on walls and get really yeah. nimble and agile and stuff like that. Which makes sense. She's a cat. It, it's really cool how they're uh, going about this stuff. Um, always really creative use of fire powers. How many different ways yeah. can we implement fire? So, so the end. I want to talk about really quick. There, there was a lot of info dumping, but yeah. it, 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 it set up two episodes before that got me already super invested in Shinra, and a little bit more invested in you know everyone else in the Fire Force. Yeah. Uh, but it was an info dump that I was really interested in. Mm-hmm. I'll say because uh, this world is fascinating. I didn't expect uh, it to be such a small portion of civilization. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh yeah, like tons of cities were already just wiped out. Like I didn't realize the mass, yeah, I levels al- of destruction. Like, I had almost forgotten about that, but yeah, there, there are very, very few places. Um, and Tokyo is like one of yeah, the few. It's almost like post-apocalypse, really. Yeah, really. Like, like how many? It's how many infernals are out beyond the walls? Are we ever going to see <laughs> the ocean? <laughs> Uh, yeah, you can't think of post-apocalypse without thinking mm-hmm. of Attack on Titan anymore. You, you really can't, or at least I can't. But, but yeah, that was, uh, yeah, I agree with you. Really, really good episode. Really worth the wait. So next up on our list is Fruits Basket. Another... We stepped on an emotional landmine. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, this surprised literally nobody. Yeah. Because this was the conclusion to figuring out Uotani's story, which... Ugh. Oh, man. It was, it was so, uh, so hard to watch her. The the Mostly the scene where she got dragged away by Toru mm-hmm. and um, she's just sitting in the corner and just kind of like breaking down. Kind of lamenting over the fact like she knows this makes her uncomfortable. Like as much as she wants it, she knows she'll never have it or in some yeah. degree doesn't really feel like she deserves it. And, and just ha- and just Toru not saying anything, just sitting down next to her and putting her head on her shoulder. Yeah, that it's was... Ah, like, oh, Toru, you're such a good girl. Yeah, it's like, and just like, and then Kyoko coming back and then seeing they're just kind of resting. It, that was such a cute yeah, moment. Yeah, this was not only a really good development episode for Uo, but I think also a really good character development for Kyoko. Or at least character reveal. Yeah, slowly uh, revealing why Kyoko was the way she was, yeah. and also re- revealing why Uotani looked up to her mm-hmm. so much. And why, why, and why Toru praised her so much. Exactly. Like, we, we we knew beforehand that she was a good person, obviously, because Toru praised her all the time and, you know, mm-hmm. built her up as this, like, almost godlike 
mom who was yeah. there for all the time for everything. Uh, and before, at least personally, I was thinking, okay, she sounds cool. Like, I bet she's nice. Uh, but it's really uh, eye-opening seeing her actually in person doing all these things. It makes me realize how much, like, why Toru was raised to be such a good person. And she and she even acknowledges, and I think we've actually seen, like, snippets of that, how she knows she's made mistakes. She knows she's not perfect. She just wants to be the best person that she can be. Like, and even she acknowledged to Uo in their first meeting, it's like, I haven't done, I haven't given anything up. I've just settled down a little mm -hmm. bit. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd say that's a really good way of uh, revealing just their relationship and why kind of she, why kind of a Kyoko took a Uotani under her wing. Because she saw a lot of a young version of herself there and didn't yeah. want her to go down the, the same path that she did. Yeah, it was really touching seeing them when, when she finally... Like, started going over there more and more and more. Mm -hmm. and, and then when she quit the gang, mm. uh, and then everybody started beating her up, and Kyoko showed up. I, I, I'm i actually feeling like, I feel like Kyoko probably got there, it's just based on what I know of Kyoko's personality, she probably got there, and I, I'm assuming she let it continue for a little while. Mm. Because she, she was in a gang, she yeah. knows how it works. And they probably wouldn't have, you know, just let her go away so easily if she didn't get any beating. Exactly. So she was probably there for a little bit, and then she stepped and in. And then she just told a bunch of... As she puts it... Because she said, she, let's end it here. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Like, she... Like, she would have... Uh, she would have gotten punished anyway. And she... I don't think she wanted to actually watch that. Because that was actually a little hard to watch. Like... As, yeah, they were actually just full on, like, punching her in the face and... Punching her, kicking her in the ribs, stuff yeah. like that. Um, yeah, it was pretty brutal, actually. I mean... Not as brutal as, like, other things, but just given the context in this show, and just this show in general, seeing something yeah. like that, so a little jarring. Yeah, because most fighting in the show is, like, comedic. Yeah, exactly. Goofy. And here it feels a little bit more visceral and more grounded, yeah. but it's... And that makes it a little bit more difficult to watch, but... Yeah, it's, it's, yeah but after that, it was so touching just seeing Uo slowly go to school, and then everyone was making fun of, like, Toru for being friends with her, but Toru just didn't care... Yeah, and then, she's like, I made this uh, I made this muffin for Uo. Yeah, this one's for Uo-chan. It's such a touching scene. Yeah, and then even Uo just listening outside, it's just like, should I distance myself? Should I even really be here? Like, I'd just mm -hmm. be inconveniencing. But then she hears that, and she kind of just settles down and realizes, no, I I want to be her friend. Yeah. Like, super cute episode. The, 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 the scene that got to me most was the, the piggyback ride home. Oh my god. When, uh, when Uo was just breaking down crying and... Kyoko's giving her all these life lessons. Mm -hmm. It's just, she's, God, she's such a good person. Yeah, Kyoko's such a good mom. And was. Yeah. Well, was. <laughs> rest, yeah. rest in uh, fictitious peace. Yeah, exactly. But, and then just like, a, I don't really have any complaints about this episode. Mm -hmm. This was just a really solid conclusion to a yeah. really. Kind of, it was kind of filler, but like filler in a good way. Exactly. Um, And then. Also, I guess it was just kind of gave a little bit more uh, revelation on something I hadn't really considered. It was something that was hinted at, like on the uh, the New Year's Eve episode, the one where uh, where uh, Toru was getting upset, like for obvious reasons. Her mom wasn't around anymore, but then you cut back to uh, Uo's apartment, and you see like it's all lit up and stuff like that. She's kind of scolding her dad mm. in the background. I didn't I didn't put that together. I just kind of had assumed that was their relationship, but then. Uh, but then actually, like, seeing, like, how they've had to work on that relationship. Yeah, that's that, that was really nice to see that the kindness that Toru 
um, gave to Uo, she then kind of passed forward onto her dad. Like, basically looked at her dad and say, like, look, I know things haven't been easy, but let's try and make this work together. Yeah, because... Because she recognized that her dad was still trying to help her all the exactly. time. Exactly, and she and she didn't really take it for granted. She just didn't know exactly how to express yeah. it. I it's think. kind of a nice little happy ending, at least for that story. Exactly like, of her and her dad. Yeah, and just like it, like her, like she's talking on the phone, and then her dad cracks open a beer. It's like, Dad, I <laughs> <laughs> to come back on the beer and it's the like, sodium. It's like. And it's like, oops, sorry. <laughs> and he's just like, don't pull that cutesy yeah. act with me. It was, it, I just love that. And the, it was really a subtle touch, though. But the the lighting mm-hmm. in the scene where, like, when when her dad is really depressed, and the lighting when in the the present time, it was really bright and colorful. And yes, yeah. yeah, like. I mean, because you'd imagine that he was probably, since he was depressed, everything was dark, everything was gloomy. Mm-hmm. It was, his house was a mess. Yeah, it was, it was, a, a, trash it was a really everywhere. good, uh, like, physical, like, tan- something tangible that you could notice. Absolutely. Yeah. I, this episode was great. I have, like, no complaints mm-hmm. about it. So, last up today is, uh, Oh Maidens in Their Savage Seasons. In, yeah in your savage season um so we're starting to get into a little bit more uncomfortable territory like this series has already been pretty damn uncomfortable let's yeah. let's not beat around the bush here it's but it's starting to get into some really unnerving territory and it, like, with, like with the with the teacher Milo. uh yeah. yeah and uh congo i believe her name is uh the writer girl mm-hmm. uh yeah, her basically trying to force herself onto her teacher, but then realizing, wait a second, what am I doing, and why am I actually aroused yeah. by this? <laughs> oh, God. And then it actually making her writing better. Like, yeah, it's... Yeah, I, I'm just gonna... I, I don't know how lot to say, because it's really gross, but yeah. also, like, that's part of the best parts of the show is that it it, it it is so real and uncomfortable yeah i don't like obviously i'd have a lot bigger problems with it if they actually pursued a relationship and tried mm-hmm. to treat it as a good thing yeah. like if they did pursue a relationship and they portrayed it as an inherently wrong or creepy thing then i'd have a lot more truck with that but uh yeah. it's just this series just continues to kind of delve into some really uncomfortable situations so uh this this show has made me feel like a very overprotective father. Yeah. Because I'm seeing all these guys like go up to the girls and you know, like, you're cute and I kind of want to go out with you. And I'm just thinking in my head, like, no, don't do it. He's just going to hurt you. Like, you don't need to have a boyfriend. All men are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> if you hurt my little girl, I'll take you up to the top because, of the school roof and I'll throw your ass off. Because Sonazaki, because Sonazaki the, uh, the girl who until this episode was wearing glasses and stuff she finally took her glasses off and everybody started to realize like oh she's actually attractive you you know that whole mm-hmm. cliche but uh i and which i acknowledge is like this is like straight out of a shoujo manga <laughs> oh yeah with uh, the main character uh, yeah um the problem the the thing there though is that uh i want i want to believe the guy who is hitting on her in particular actually does care for her and he actually, does seem like a genuinely nice guy he, he does but my paternal instincts <laughs> tell me that he is nothing but treble <laughs> yeah uh, nothing but treble Tra- you know, travel travel nothing but travel <laughs> but he's just trying to get into her pants 
Maybe. But yeah, like like you said, he does seem like a genuine nice guy. Like he seemed to notice like I think the thing about it is he noticed that she that she was an attractive person and a good person long before she did mm-hmm. change up her appearance. Like everybody's just kind of starting to realize. And the fact that even though like uh she gave this ridiculous demand. Give me a 50-page report on when, where, how, and why you fell in yeah. love with me. And he he did it. Granted, kind of. <laughs> granted, he patted it out. Like, yeah, that, that, that won a lot of points for me, for mm-hmm. him. Uh, that and the fact when they were in the classroom and people were like, oh, do you like him? And then she's and, like, why could I ever like yeah, somebody? He, he didn't respond and like he didn't lash out. And he's like, ah, it's fine. Nobody likes me. That, that also won a lot of points for me. Like it seemed, yeah. Like he he wanted to keep the he wanted he recognized that she was in an uncomfortable situation and mm-hmm. didn't want and didn't want to make her more uncomfortable, which I really appreciated. That was it seemed like he's a good kid and he just he legitimately cares for her. And I I think it'd be super cute if they actually started going out and it was a healthy relationship yeah there there needs to be more of that i think in anime and this shows particularly I, I just want a normal healthy relationship yeah just oh god like um because main like the main girl the one that looks like kimari whose name is kind of escapes me at the moment but uh the one who caught her who caught her best friend from yeah. childhood jacking off <laughs> Uh, that's a string of words I wasn't expecting to say in this show, <laughs> to be totally honest. But, anything, anything goes. But, uh, yeah, her just starting, her just wanting to, uh, like, kind of understand where, like, these feelings now. And just, let's read books. Like, let's just read lots mm-hmm. of books. I'm having trouble telling, uh, if the, the pale-skinned blonde girl yeah i'm having trouble telling if she's genuine all the time because we already know that she is a really good actor yeah like the whole scene where her and um other girl yeah (laughs) (laughs) girls pigtails i'll 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 put more effort um this week into remembering other names exactly Uh, sugawara is the blonde girl by the way that one i do know um but when they're talking in the uh the burger shop yeah generic burger shop uh, and she says, like, oh, I've only ever had two best friends. It's it's you and uh, and, and the other girl. And oh, yeah. I and was like, uh, this is not, I don't know like, if that's genuine. I, I want it to be, because if it was genuine, it was a really touching, really sweet moment. But Yeah, well, I want a million dollars in my pocket and a Ferrari in my driveway, but we don't always get what we want. But a Ferrari would be useless to you. You don't have a driver's I, license. I still have a Ferrari. And I'd be like, hey, look at my Ferrari. <laughs> uh, let's just like oh man can we take it for a cruise no let's just no <laughs> let's just look at it <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's like it's uh, we'll see like i'm am i getting i'm getting kind of the impression a girl with pigtails whose name i forget might have a crush on main girl like the one with the short brown hair oh yeah because there's a scene with her yeah um well no it seemed like she's kind of interested in the guy the guy she went off to kid with karaoke with, uh, which also, what the fuck kind of karaoke song was that? What I like, know, I just want to fuck. I want to fuck all day. I want to fuck. It's like <laughs> what? Who wrote that? Uh, yeah, who wrote that? Like, <laughs> is that a real song? I, I I hope not because that sounds like a really boring song. But anyway, um, she seemed like she might be, but at the same time, it seems like maybe she just is doing it out of as a obligation cover up or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, to try and. Uh, have the same feelings as her to help her through those yeah exactly those which maybe she just has maybe she just she made it a point that she's never fallen in love with a boy before 
which maybe she's never fallen in love with a boy because she's not into boys. I'd be super surprising if there was no lesbians in this series. I, I would be surprised <laughs> too. Like, once again, I'm, I'm looking forward to that idea, actually. Mm-hmm. Not because it'd be, I... It would be cool just because they're covering such a wide variety of topics. Yeah, exactly. Just, like, kind of un- the uncomfortable topics, like, for the quote-unquote forbidden romance, it shouldn't ever be a romance. Don't even think about it. <laughs> but the qu- but that whole forbidden romance... That's the best part! <laughs> Um, the, like, the kind of slowly starting to realize feelings for someone you cared about for a long time, um, the, like, realizing that you might not actually, like, I think Sugawara might, I think it's possible, like, I certainly hope so, that she just wants to experience sex just because it makes, she wants to feel somewhat normal. Like, this is something Mm -hmm. people are supposed to care about. Like, she could easily be asexual, for instance. I'd be... I think that'd be really cool. If they it, did that. it seems like they're all interested in sex for different reasons. Pretty yeah, exactly. Much. Like I it's just part of growing up. Yeah, exactly. It is all part of growing up. Um, I really am enjoying the series, though. Like Masahiro Ando is doing a great job of directing it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I really hope that they actually reveal that these guys are nice, because I'm gonna lose my shit if any of these girls get hurt by some kind of fucking horn dog piece of shit. I hope that uh, I hope that creeper teacher doesn't actually go forward on that because uh, he might uh, he really might because like he didn't when she jumped on his lap he didn't push her off yeah I mean at the time you could also acknowledge well he was shocked like, yeah because and that happening that happening out of no the first time it happening out of nowhere you could attribute that it's just like wait what the fuck is going on <laughs> like kind of like you just freezing in that minute yeah I guess so That's but. True. I, but I don't know. It could easily go either way with that. It's either way. I am enjoying this series. Yeah. And it's make, it's just. I'm enjoying how uncomfortable I'm feeling. Yeah, it's, it's just uncomfortable enough. Like, it's not so cringy yeah. like something like Watamote or Scum's Wish or something like that. So that's about it, actually, this week. Yeah, we don't only, have only Vin- five shows to talk about because no Vinland Saga this week. Yeah, which, once again, it's supposed to be coming out on Sunday. Yeah, which... so who knows? Uh, we'll, we'll probably talk about it next week uh, along with so. the rest of these shows. Yeah, it's nice to finally be set into the schedule again mm, of, yeah. of watching specific shows and talking about specific shows. Yeah, and yeah, because last week or last uh, season was just a failed experiment. And, and these first three months have been such a chaotic mess of trying to watch everything and mm-hmm. keeping up because there was so much stuff we wanted to check out absolutely but I... yeah uh uh that's pretty much all we have to say for this week all right that's all i have to say for this week you yep. have anything else to say for this week uh nope any just plugs uh no <laughs> any, you got plugs? any other uh, side projects you're, you're trying to do you know, um uh, writing more... projects dipper side jobs <laughs> no none of that <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can you can find me on this corner <laughs> you can find me on the corner of it i don't know here's the twitter here's my twitter for my stripper <laughs> Here, here's my linkedin call me <laughs> <laughs> but anyway until next time everybody thanks for tuning in um anchor away take care of yourselves Thank you.